Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 19 of my podcast, Diary of a Stoned Asthmatic. If you're joining me for the first time, my name is Christina, with a C-H, not a K. <laughs> and I really appreciate you for being here. I usually always lead with that. Any first time, second time, eighth time, I've only had 19 episodes, so there are only so many times you could have listened <laughs> to one of these episodes. Um, welcome back. I hope you have been good. I realize I'd be asking y'all, was the vibe like y'all could automatically reply back and be like, yeah, 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 Christina, we good, we good. How you? How you doing? <laughs> so yeah, which is so interesting because... um. Y'all, I feel like, because I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I like y'all know the timeline of when I'm watching things, so like, I find, for example, if you've been listening for a long period of time, I used to talk about the Breakfast Club a lot, and I guess you really haven't heard me talk about it in a long time, and that's because um I haven't watched the Breakfast Club in a long time. I stopped, I stopped watching the Breakfast Club since I started watching the Joe Budden podcast, and... I talk about that. I bring that up a lot more. So you can tell that when I start by watching things. So since I moved out, which I was happy about, I started by watching the Joe Budden podcast. And aside from all the shit they talk, I really studied the Joe Budden podcast as a podcaster. I think it's a, a good... It's a good thing to stay abreast of. It really keeps you abreast of the industry. That's what I mean in a way. Yes, it's more international, but it does keep you abreast of what's happening, particularly in the podcasting industry, and that's why I like it. But when I say that, I just may have been studying it and turning it back into just saying I talk to y'all as though y'all are here and y'all can reply to me automatically. Like, yeah, it's because I, I, I think about how I'm going to grow the podcast more, how the podcast is going to elevate more. And they, I always see, I always notice that they have like a, they have a more than a three person cast, four person cast. But the point is, I'm like, it adds so much to the dynamic of the podcast. And I really wonder how my podcast is going to continue to grow when it's just me, right? It's just me here. <laughs> it's, just, it's literally called Diary of a Stone. That's my, I don't even know if I, yeah, I said at the beginning, um, it's really just me fucking talking about my diary entries and, my life and I'm just wondering like how far will I be able to take that anyway that wasn't the first that was one of the topics I had to talk about talk about uh on this episode but this episode is titled reeling it in reeling it in a bit and it's so it's so interesting that this is the mood and time that I finally got to do the podcast I've been trying to do this episode for the past three days I've been trying to do this episode for the past three days. It's been low-key frustrating. That's the God honest truth because... Like, for instance, as well as you know, Barbados is in a... I'm hearing this weird noise in my room. Anyway. <laughs> that's weird. Anyway. Um... So Barbados is in a 15-day lockdown now. So I'm like, yes, I finally have the fucking time to do a podcast. Like, I really try to do it on weekends, but guys, like, Saturday nights is the only night that I get to sleep. And I realized, similarly to when I was in school, I have to go back to doing the podcast at a particular time. Because people are, I live in a, I moved out into a complex. And like I said before, I share a kitchen and stuff, so like... My roommates would be awake, or people outside would be awake. What is that? 
think it's a bird. It's probably a bird or a bat. Anyway, this is just really strange, like, pecking. Anyway, I really hope it doesn't distract me. I don't need any distractions tonight because, like I said, I've been trying to do this podcast for three days. Um, people, and I was hoping that seeing that we were in a 15-day lockdown, it would be better because everybody's, like, not on the road. But the first night, I think people were playing music. And then, like, so I live in I live in Barbados, for those of you who don't live in the Caribbean and who are not local to Barbados. I live in Barbados, and there's this thing that they do where they, like, stake, they literally stake out a kite, right? They take a kite, they build a kite. Honestly, I feel bad for hating on it because I think it is such, like, a... No, it's, it's a very creative things for young boys to do, right? Not I don't know what the purpose is, but I find it to be very creative. It's a creative things that young boys do here, right? So I'm not trying to hate on it for the creativity, but so they build a kite from scratch, which is fantastic, and they put this tail on it or this thing on it, and I really hope I'm not misquoting it, but I think they call it a bow, just so that it can keep noise in the air, Right? And they stick, they put that on the longest fucking string that you can find. And they stick that bitch out. They just stick it out. And it just been here. The whole day, the whole night. And the past two nights that I tried to do the podcast, they had a kite stick out. So you see how quiet it is now? Even though it was so quiet, it's like the kite, it was so hard, it was powering over my voice and I really could not do it and I was frustrated because I was like I am in the mood I was in the mood like I I'm not always in the mood to sit here and talk for like 45 minutes right so when I'm in the mood I hate when it's like wasted and then to me it's be like weed wasted too because I, I smoke to plan the podcast to build the vibe for the podcast and then I smoke during the podcast so then when I I was literally smoking, sitting twice. I was sitting on smoke. I don't mean to rant so long about this, but twice I was sitting on smoke. Like I was set up. I had everything set up, the phone ready, everything ready, water ready, ashtray, everything. And I started smoking. I even started the podcast, even because it was like, maybe this kite wouldn't be so annoying, but it was. And I just mean, like, I, that's why I find it so inconsiderate. And for me, it was annoying because I literally needed the quiet. But, like, I feel like people have children. Like, people work a whole day. Nobody ain't trying to fucking hear that shit the whole day, chief. That shit, that shit be going off. Anyway, so I feel bad to say this, but I genuinely pray for that kite to get cut. For somebody to just cut that fucking kite, chief. And it did. It finally, finally did. I feel bad if the little boy feel bad. Or maybe somebody just asked him to take it down. Nobody had to cut it, but... Anyway, I'm just glad that I'm finally here. And then, like, I this mood that I'm in now, like, I kind of mad because like, I had such... I was in a very pissed off-ish, in a way, mood on... Today. Well, I hate to date it, but I keep saying that, but still fucking date it. Today is Friday, um, here in Barbados. So, I was in... The, I was, like, since... Yeah, so we went into lockdown since Tuesday evening. So, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday... I was like in the mood and shit was happening in my life that I wanted to talk about and I was just mad that the the mood was gone too. Like Wednesday night I was even a little fucking drunk and I was ready to come out here and go off, like go off. But I think um I always say everything happens for a reason. So 
I'm actually glad that this is the mood. You know, I ended up talking about a lot of the things, so I'm in a more rational space now. Which is kind of sad, because I was very... I was kind of glad to be in the mood I was in. I was ready. Yo, I was so ready to come here and go the fuck off. I can still go off, but it can be in a more rationalized mindset, solely because, like I, like I said, I talked it out with one or two of my friends. I talked about my mood. I I grow quickly, not like get past things quickly, but like I sit and I really, I go through things, I really sit and I ponder on it, so I kind of thought it out and now I'm in a better, more mature space and it's not, some of my best content comes from me, me being in a very immature fucking space, yo. So I was kind of mad about that, but anyway, grateful to finally fucking be here we are here and i'm at least hoping i'm i'm probably gonna put a number on it y'all are gonna get like a fucking podcast dump from me y'all like an episode dump episode dump for me you know like women do it on the ground with a photo dump yeah y'all can get some uh i'm praying to do an episode dump because even like <laughs> i was really talking about some irrelevant shit and you remember the last podcast we did i talked about just getting <laughs> straight to it because I feel like, especially for my first-time listeners, they really come on here and be like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? Like, when is she going to get to the point? But, <laughs> yeah, um, lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. I hear what happens. Yeah, anyway, find like, oh, right, we're talking about the episode fucking dumb. Right, so even though, like, tonight I fell asleep, <laughs> I fell asleep at 9 o'clock for, like, I, th- I thought I was going to be asleep for 10 minutes, and I woke up literally, like, 45 minutes ago, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning now, which is perfect because everybody's asleep. Everybody's asleep. I can do my fucking podcast and I realize like it's going to be such a blessing when I get to the point where like I probably have a studio or I'm living in a house house because I have my own room, I have my own bathroom, but I share a kitchen. I keep saying that like I have not said that 3,000 fucking times. It's probably okay, Chris, and we get it. Right. I just keep forgetting I've said it before. So I just mean in terms of having a holistic house where I really control the noise I'm gonna live somewhere quiet dog because outside of my podcast I just like that when I want peace I shouldn't have to wait till one o'clock in the morning to get it you know what I mean like (laughs) I really want to be able to have silence when I want it because I can be a low person I can be especially when it comes to my music and stuff I can be cheery yeah I can be talkative yeah that's another thing that pissed me off about doing the podcast today so like since I've been, right, so I can be loud and I can be cheery, but when I want peace, I really want some fucking peace and quiet and silence. And that's another reason why I had to move the fuck out, because I feel like I could not control my silence. When I want silence, I want silence, like complete silence. And you have, that's something you have to be considerate with when you're living with other people, because just because you want silence, like, it doesn't mean that the other people at that point in time have to be silent, but they live there as well, you understand? So it's not like I had anything against like living here with my family and stuff. I understood that at that point in time, but I knew what I wanted for myself, right? Anyway, right, um, something else I was saying. I just didn't want to lose that train of thought. Something else I was saying about... um, Something else that pissed me off. Oh, right, about talking. Oh, I'm actually... My memory is actually getting a lot better. And I think it's because I started about running more. But anyway... I was talking about just in terms of, yeah, I could be talkative. That is another thing that upset me. Because since we've been 
in this 15-day lockdown, which I completely love. And that's why I fell asleep tonight because... So I've been catching up a lot with my friends. Shout out to Raquel, shout out to Callie, shout out to Gia. Those are the three people that called me in the past, in the span of two days. Yo, I have not heard these people in like fucking months, chief. And within the span of two days, I've been having like fucking four hour, five hour conversations with these people. And while that is absolutely fantastic and it was definitely long overdue, chief i was so i felt so drained like i realized i literally have an energy bar and once that is tapped out chief i am tapped oh i literally that's why i fell asleep tonight after the phone call with the last person i had i was literally like all right i just need 10 minutes and i completely capped the fuck out chief because like that takes so much out of you and then like the podcast as well i'm talking here and i wanted to have emotion and i wanted to have drive and i wanted to have the space and emotion that I'm in at that point in time and it it just takes a lot out of you which is another reason why I respect the Joe Budden podcast because right now they pod for two episodes a week and right now I kind of live I realize I appreciate the um I want my podcast to grow yes and I want it to become probably something that sustains me primarily in my life because I love to talk I love this I would love to get paid to do this. Which is another reason why I watch it. Because it keeps you abreast of what's going on. With how people are paying podcasters and how it's growing. But, um... Yeah, it just... They do that and they talk about that. And for me... You, like, for, you see how I was offset for those two nights or whatever. And I was just like, chai, I can't do the podcast. I got some nights. Like, tonight when I woke up, I wasn't even sure if I was going to do the podcast solely. Because I was like, yo, I don't feel like talking. Like... I know that that might seem fucking surprising because <laughs> I just sit down on here and talk for 45 fucking minutes. But sometimes I actually don't feel like fucking talking, chief. And I was like, oh, this could be tasking. Cause, and it's so interesting because it can. It really can. Like, uh, I, I'm not saying this that like I don't love it because I miss being here. That's why I wanted to do the episode, but. Even on the Job the podcast, they talk about how they miss each other just as genuine friends. But yeah, they see each other like sometimes like 10 hours a day, twice a week, maybe three times a week or even more. So it just it just can become work, right? It just can become work. So I just I'm grateful right now for the ability of the fact that I could just come home one night and if I don't feel like talking, I could just say fucking I'll go to sleep. I mean I love you guys. I absolutely love you guys. <laughs> But I, I capitalize on that and it kind of ties into, into I don't want to jump topics, but it kind of ties into why I don't necessarily want to have kids now or anytime soon at this point in time in my life. Because like right now, I don't plan to have kids until, at first I was saying 40, but the women at work kind of get to me because they were saying, you know, as... As a woman, you literally have a biological clock and it's just a lot more risky for you to be having kids after a certain point in time. And I understand that. I mean, like I did ask, school, like they're, they're not talking shit, right? Even though I believe like how you eat and how you live your life heavily impacts your ability to do certain things at a later point in time. Right, it's kind of like growing locks. Like people that say all the time, locks are a story. You can tell how people care their hair from beginning to where it is through looking at locks and through seeing how their locks have grown. 
So it's very similar. Why am I cold? Like, I'm actually shivering. What the fuck? Anyway, um, what I'm asking about, but it's actually been pretty cold outside. Anyway, I say that. Also, I woke up at 8. Like, listen, I, why did I do that? I literally woke up at 8. I screamed. So I think it's a chill in my mouth. Am I 5? I'm literally 26 and I just really fuck up and eat ice cream, which ties in again into why I can't have kids because suppose I woke up, my kid woke up as well, I just feel to eat ice cream. I, my, I can't just feed my child ice cream and let them go the fuck to bed. But anyway, what are we talking about? Ugh, let's see if that memory kicks in now. What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Having a biological clock as a woman. And, right, so I do, so, like, how you are going to be in your 70s and your 80s really heavily depends on how you live in, especially now your 20s. It even starts from before then, but more, most people tend to become aware, if you're lucky, now in this generation in their 20s. Again, something else that ties into me wanting to take my time having children because they're, and I feel like I'm hopping through this and I don't want to hop through it because it's a topic that I have here. It was later down on my list, but I don't mind talking about it now. I just thought wanted to talk about um just holistically having children. Right. So you how you how you live your life very early is how you it is how you're gonna be in your later years, which makes sense, right? So I wanted to take my time with that because there's so many things that we understand so late in life. Right, like so late in life, there's certain things that we get about ourselves and figure out how to do, in my opinion, a little later, which literally just comes to age. There are things that you can't for force rush or things that you can't foresee. So that's why I want to take my time because I feel like this might sound selfish and weird, but I literally feel like I want to learn as much as I can so that when I have my child, like I could do it right. So for example, with renting, I feel as though no, if I had to go rent again, because I've had the experience of having to go and look for rent for a while, because I not only did it here in Barbados, I did it in Trinidad when I was at school, I would really look, I would literally, and I don't, this sounds dumb, but nobody really teaches you how to do certain things. So like for a long time, I've been literally seeing the first place I like and renting it and it's been working out for me and I'm grateful for that. But I realized, no, there are certain things that I want to look for in a place as I get older before I move there, right? You know, before when you're young, you just want space. Anything goes, you kind of work with what happens. But now I really do feel like there are certain things that I'm going to be looking for when I look for a space. Outside of people who look for spaces with, like, family, you need how much ever rooms or whatever. Outside of that, I just mean, like, for when I moved here, it really worked out for work. It worked out in terms of location. If I have to get to work for seven, I could leave. I literally leave home at quarter past six. Before, when I lived in St. Thomas, when, when I lived in my family, if I had work for seven, I had to be at the bus stop where I was living outside by 5.30 a.m. Or not, I was getting work late. Because of all the things I had to do as well, I couldn't smoke at home. So I had to plan to smoke somewhere else before I go to work. Because I don't want to smoke too close to work. Because I respect my workplace. I don't want anybody to see me smoking before I go to work. What the fuck? You know what I mean? So, in that, I want to learn as much as I can in terms of having kids. And the reason why this topic had popped up on my list is because I wanted to talk about how you have to... as, As you grow and as you learn and as you have this level of forgiveness for yourself... 
I wanted to talk about how it linked with for understanding that the next generation is actually supposed to have it better. So, like, with my brothers, right? And I realize I saw this in my brothers and I realize I see this with people who have children. Um, with my brother, I have, like I mentioned, I have two younger brothers. One is 23, he's going 24 this year. And the other one is 18, going 19 this year. And they had a complete different life experience that I had because I'm the eldest. I'm also female, right? So, or a woman. I don't know. Y'all know. So, remember on the last episode, I talked about how I, um, how I, how I respect everything <laughs> and I respect everybody and I don't want to offend anybody. So, apparently, like, female now is, like, an offensive term. Am I not supposed to call myself female? I'm not, at this point in time, educated enough to, like talk about that because I don't know why it is offensive I genuinely don't know so if you want to you can interact with me I see that you guys can like send messages and stuff if not my twitter handle I predominantly prefer to have my interaction on twitter but it's um actually a stone as money on twitter I try to keep it easy that you guys can reach me but if you want to educate me on that I am very open to it but the point is um they had a completely different life experience to me especially my youngest brother like my first six six tattoos I had to hide from my parents and like gang they were just their reaction with that and me having to grow through that with them and he was casually able to get his first tattoo at like 18 right like our I think he was 17 actually even before he turned 18 but it's highly possible that he was 18 um as and something that's big for me is like as it relates to his significant others that nigga could got his bitches rolled hey hey my little brother's got his bitches just rolling through the house rolling through the house coming to to fucking (laughs) church before we used to go to church more as a family they used to come church with us this nigga on the phone all kind of hours like asking to go to the game dropped by their house all kind of thing i used to get fucking in trouble for giving up my number chief at like 15 i used to get in trouble <clears throat> 16 even 17 i used to get in trouble for that shit like so and i'm just not to say that i'm hating on my little brother which is the point i had to get to a point where i had to realize like i'm glad that he is having this experience and he didn't have to go through what i go what i went through with my parents as it relates to that because i never understood why i had to go through it as a kid Right? So there's no reason why I had... Because, okay, don't let me say there's no reason why. Because I felt that. I felt that level of, I guess you could call it envy, jealousy, anger. Get, I guess you could call it hate. Like, um, but it's not to say that I, was, I hated my little brother. I was just hating on the fact that he was able to have these passes and I wasn't. And even with Denzel, there were certain things I felt like he was able to get away with that I wasn't. And that was a bit hurtful for a while. But then I realized, like... Why would I want that from it? Like, that's literally what that means. Being upset for them not having to go through that means that I would have wanted them to experience that. And while I feel like I am a strong person and I was capable of moving through the things that I did and growing with my parents, they might not have been, right? So there's no reason why I should have been upset because there's no reason why I should have wanted that for them. Or wanted them to have to go through that. And I think that that in a way ties back into parenting. And if I laughed to myself when I was thinking about this. Because I was like. It's the same way old people tell the younger generation. Y'all don't have to carry out shit. 
you only had to carry your goats, you only had to milk the cows, you only had to do this, you only had to do that. Even though there are some children in our generation that did, I feel like that's a level of why would you have wanted me to go through that in the first place? Like, you know what that was for you. And while you were capable of growing through that and becoming the person that you are, I may not have been, nigga, one of them fucking cows could have kicked me in my face or some kind and I could have dead chief. But what he ass? There's a different... <laughs> There's a different time, you understand? That's another thing I had to understand. This is a different time for my brothers. They were raised in a different time than I was, right? Which, oh, I'm actually kind of glad that the conversations are flying too, but I was going to get into another reason why I'm taking my time in terms of having kids because times are changing, generations are changing. So there are going to be certain things that my kids are going to go through that I didn't have to go through, that I wouldn't have been exposed to, right? And we're going to get into that, but tying up the conversation with forgiveness so like and this is not to hit on the women at work or whatever but like recently we were having a they were having a conversation because I tend to move away from conversations resulting revolving kids because it's a play in my head right now I'm trying to figure out if it's okay for me to have an opinion because I'm a human being I see things and if it's not because I don't have children I'm still trying to figure out my balance in that but the women at work were having a conversation um, just about a lot of this online schooling stuff, which I'm sending love to and for and about. I'm going to light a candle to see if it could give me some because the bitch is cold. Should I put on a jacket? Anyway, so, um, yeah, shout out to anybody doing homeschooling and online schooling now with their kid, right? Like, I understand how that could be a bit taxing on your brain right now. And I just want people, I'm going to plug this right here, right now. I just want people to understand that they are adults who are struggling to break away from the hold that technology has on them so having an expectation for a child especially a toddler of a certain age like especially lower than 10 I would give 10 even though they're intelligent 10 year olds and we have intelligent children expecting them to handle this in a particular way like I do I do want to continue to encourage you to be more patient or to be patient with children because they're children and this is equally, it's hard for us as adults. So I cannot imagine how hard it is for them to be restricted to this kind of learning and this and to be in this time, right? But as it relates to the conversation the women were having at work, um, it just got to a point, you know, where they were saying, you know, if I had a mom like me at this point in time, and I guess these are things I've heard from my mom as well, they tend to tell you, you know, if I had a mother like me or if I had a father like me, who would do this and who would do that? Um, you know, I would be grateful and stuff and stuff. And this is where I tend to tell myself, okay, Christina, shut up. Because you don't have a kid. You don't know what it's like to push out a whole human being and then, like, probably have them disrespect you. Or what I, would, like, what I was telling one of the girls at work, for me, I just viewed it as love. I, I view it as love because I, I, I can see through certain things. So I know that the reaction is just coming from a place of love because they're they're they love them so much and they want so much for them especially the best for them that's how they bring it out but again this is why i'm taking my time because now that i can see that i know that i can learn that really and truly guys it sounds so strange i don't even know if i'm gonna have kids but the way i view it now is like i'm literally trying to do as much things for myself to be the best parent that i can be when it gets to that time for myself right so when I see that, I'm like, okay, this is clearly, yes, it is love, but it is still something that people have to clear before, well, not before having kids, but through having kids, like, 
it ties back into that level of forgiveness that I think you should have and not wanting for your child to have to go through things that you went through or understand that another thing is really and truthfully and this is not to be disrespectful but really and truthfully your your child doesn't owe you anything they don't they don't and again this tatters the line of if I should have an opinion because I have no idea what that feels like I guess for a parent is easier to hear that I mean my best friend says that she's recently had like I said my godson chance and she said she knows that like so I'm, it's very interesting how people of this specific generation are gonna have kids because they know we're so open-minded to that and we know that but your children really don't owe you anything so when you I believe that when you speak to them and you're trying to show them the level of gratitude they correctly should have like don't get me wrong it's not that they should not have this level of gratitude for how you are as a parent but I just wanted to, you know, make sure that it doesn't come from that place of trauma of not of understanding that you shouldn't want people to have to go through the hardships that you went through because people might not be as strong as you and they don't need to. Everybody doesn't need to go through that particular hardship to shape a particular characteristic or become a particular person. So like, for example, um, in terms of teaching your kids how to budget and what's not like Every kid doesn't have to go and mow the lawn or cut grass or do those or wash cars, you know what I mean? Even though it was, even though it was, I guess, a staple for us, we are going, especially in a generation like this and moving forward, I think it's very important that we're going to have to find different ways of instilling those characteristics in our children because they ain't got no fucking cows to milk, chief. They ain't no rascal goats to pull down like they know they, they ain't got them thing you understand they're that we're in a different time we're in a different space so that is another reason why I'm really genuinely taking my time in terms of having kids because I really want to be the best adult and best version of myself that I can be and not there's nothing wrong with it because life happens and um it just is what it is but I do since I have the opportunity right now I do want to take the time to really address as much things within myself before I have children that's the god honest truth um on the narcissistic side of it I just like to do whatever the fuck I want to do at whatever point in fucking time I want to do it um sleep eat smoke like that's another thing I would really like to cleanse my body before so I'm probably going to stop smoking for like a year I want to plan to have a kid because there are things I want to do for myself when I have a kid I want my body to be of a certain standard you know what I mean for the health of my child and the best successive birth possible so I would like to stop smoking at least a year before I have a kid you know what I mean to really cleanse my body of that stuff I wouldn't like get a tattoo for a long time so if I know I'm coming up to the time within a five-year span that I'm gonna get a kid I'm probably not going to get another tattoo, like, because currently I have 21, right? So that's something that I would take my time with, because it's like, if something happens, even, not only just to my kid, but, like, to my um partner at that point in time, like, I would want to ensure, you'd be thinking about family life now, so if, like, something had to happen and I had to, like, give blood from my partner or what's not, like, I would want to be able to do things like that. That's where your mind would be now when you're thinking about having a kid and thinking about growing a family, so yeah, that's that's I did I actually did not mean to start there. I literally have a whole list. 
and having that topic was last on my list but I really also did want to work really work back on my structure for the podcast because I remember I said that like a couple episodes ago and I feel like I still didn't get back to it I still like stopped titling my shit I still I stopped calling my shit diary entries right completely moving away from the theme of the fucking podcast so again I really want to um reel it back in and tighten it tighten it back into what it what it is supposed to be because in a way at first I kind of got scared because like I said I studied the Joe Budden podcast about how the industry of podcasting is and a significant percentage of podcasting is where people have guests and they have um co what do you call them co-hosts right so for me, I was like, oh my God, do I have to do that to elevate the podcast? Is it just going to be enough me sitting here talking about my irrelevant ass life? But now nah, I do feel like some of this shit is relevant and I would be here. Let me not play myself. I'm not going to sit there and be like that. But, you know, it just it just really made me study the podcast. And that's why I was like, you know, no, I know what I want this to be. So let me just get back to structuring it how I want it to be another thing was like I feel like sometimes I'm sitting here and I'm talking for so long and then I hit the button and it's only like 38 fucking minutes and I want to work on my retention time which is another reason why I wanted to get straight to the fucking point with the podcast because people don't listen long if they feel like they're listening to a bunch of shit so and that's not something I'm mad at like everybody's like everybody is like able to do what the fuck they want and if it is that you start listening to something and you find like it sounds like a bunch of shit of course i'm gonna close that shit what the fuck of course i'm gonna close that shit so i wanted to work on my retention time with the podcast and you really use these two weeks to reel myself back in right so like i said that's the title of the diary entry today and i wanted to start with my birthday recap because i did an episode the week of my birthday i think it was like the sunday before my birthday and it's been like at least three to four weeks since then but my birthday was pretty low-key it was actually pretty low-key i really just chilled i went to work if you know me, you know that I like to hustle. So I went to work. I, I I dolled up my face and I wore a little crown. It was really cute. But I just went to work. Had a fantastic day at work. My dad, my dad predominantly, but both my parents, they sent me flowers. So that was a really nice surprise at work. It was really nice. Nobody had, I've never received flowers in my life. Like that was the first time receiving flowers like that. And I was really glad that my dad was the first person to, to really do it because if you if you've really been listening and growing with me, I've had a very uh ping pong ping pong is the best way to describe it. Ping pong relationship with my father. I grew up as a daddy's girl. I grew up as a daddy's girl. I was a complete daddy's girl. And it just as I grew more and the the sheath of innocence started to unveil from my eyes and I just started to just see life more and grow into my own woman, uh, it kind of caused a lot of 
friction between us. Uh, my mother likes to say all the time, your mother likes to tell you all the time, oh, y'all are so similar, that's why y'all always butt heads. Um, but I guess in a way it's true. Uh, we have very similar characteristics as it pertains to a lot of things. So I find we did butt heads a lot, but the more, I've always been a very headstrong person. And since the day, honestly, I stopped playing myself, guys. The day I realized like my gut is truly never wrong, and the more I listen to myself and the more I practice my in, my intuition, how much it grows and how it's resulted for me, I've just been on that wave. And I've been on that wave at least now for two years. And it's been working absolutely the fuck out. And I love it so much. So since I've realized that, it didn't really deter me from the path that I've been on. And since he's realized that, it's really kind of caused him to have a level of respect for me as a young adult, as a young woman. So now we're getting back into a really good space and both him and my mom yeah because i know when i first started this excuse me that's absolutely disgusting when i first started this i remember saying that i wasn't in the best space with them which is one of the main reasons why i wanted to move out as well uh which has catalyzed it it really had catalyzed the relationship back to where it was similarly to when it was in trinidad we are in a much much better space and I am very, very grateful for that because while I am a very cold-hearted bitch, I really did miss my parents. I miss my mom. And the older I get, the more I genuinely realize, you know, that they are a treasure and I really want to cherish them while they're here. Right? I didn't like, I didn't love, I didn't come home and I was happy that, like, I was having the relationship that I was having with my parents. Right? Like, I didn't like, it's not something I was happy about, right? I know that, I don't know if that was a misconception and when I was talking about it. And again, don't get me wrong. If I had to do it all over again, I would do it the same way because I was standing for something in when we weren't speaking and when we weren't at our best. But I am very grateful that we are back where we are. I love my mom. She's actually my best friend. Like, she is the number one person in my life and I had missed our I really miss her and shout out to my mom man but I really missed our um interactions at that point in time so I'm very very grateful that we are back where we are so my dad sent me flowers they sent me flowers at work it was so amazing I felt so loved like it was just so nice which gets me into the main topic of why I have to really end um <laughs> I have this titled my hoedown. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have this title, My Hoedown, but that was that was the main reason, uh, the number one topic of doing this podcast because y'all hear me come on here. Yeah, so my birthday wasn't great. So to finish that off, uh, my birthday was super chill. I just worked and I came home and I realized I was really grateful because I had already gifted myself what I wanted to gift myself for my birthday. I had actually written it down that I wanted to move out by my 26th birthday. That there was, yeah, I'm 26 now. <sighs> Bitches, fresh off the front, baby, fresh, fresh off the front, baby, fresh off the front, baby, fresh, 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 fresh. But, um, <laughs> I'm 26 now, so I had actually written down that I wanted to move out by my 26th birthday. So, when I came home that day of my birthday, I, I felt good because it was, I felt amazing. I was on top of the fucking world. I had a fantastic day. But I just felt so good because I had achieved what I wanted to achieve. And I had seen a tweet a while back on Twitter from Billy Chapter. 
that said, you know, you work so hard to get where you are and manifest the things you manifested. Just take a moment to enjoy it. And I did that. I was just like, I'm just so grateful for being able to have achieved what I wanted to achieve by this time and being able to live through it and live here for it. So yeah, that, that's pretty much the birthday recap. It wasn't nothing super special. I ain't got no fucking dick. But A, this is an A. So this, like I said, this was the main fucking rant that was going to happen on Monday. Uh, y'all motherfucking niggas piss me off, man. And <laughs> y'all hear me come on this on this platform all the time and just rant about these fucking niggas. And I actually want to, I wanted this episode to be that episode, but in a way I wanted to do an episode not for niggas, but like. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, essentially, because I don't know if niggas listen to my podcast. Like I say, I'm female. I don't know if they're interested in half the shit I be talking about. But... Like I say all the time, when I go on my nigga rants, it don't mean that I do not love niggas. Right? I love them. I love, I love men. I love black men. I love just seeing the growth of men. I have two younger brothers, so like... My love for them is there, but y'all niggas be pissing me the fuck off. So, Monday, and I, I also realized I owe y'all a genuine, true sex dive. Like, dive into my sex life because I said that I was giving y'all a dive into my sex life. I think it was the last episode and I did not talk. It, it was so super, super surface lame shit. But anyway, y'all hear me come. I come out here all the fucking time and I say... How I where I'm at with a relationship because I am not craving the bad times essentially. Like I don't mind the good times, but I I'm in a space now where I too quick to ship out and say fuck it. So that's why I don't want to be in a relationship right now. And y'all girl has actually been going to fuck through it for the past two days solely because like to the point where I was crying and I, I had to call one of my friends because like so, last episode, like I said, I talked about how I just be doing whole shit. <laughs> Not in a bad way, it just mean in terms of I live my sex life with flings because I don't want nothing serious, blah, blah, blah. We went through that last episode. If you didn't, if you don't know, go back and listen to the episode. But we talked about all that shit, so I be doing my regular shit. Um, I had a new hoe, and this... I. I, I call this the hold down because I wanted to give just a bit of insight into the different men that I've dealt with and why I am the way that I am, right? Because it's not like I just wake up one fucking day and decide to be the coolest bitch on the planet. It's not. Y'all motherfuckers put me here and I don't understand. It's like, I, it's like I, I, can't, I can't deal with people just assuming that I just have this sharp ass knife for no reason, right? So... We're going to talk about the last hoe that I had, right? And I just, this is also a disclaimer. I don't think none of my hoes actually listen to my podcast. But if any of my hoes do, please understand that I'm not going to call any fucking names. Like, nah. I, it's, I, I have no interest in that, right? The only way people will know, like, don't get paranoid and feel like people get annoyed talking about you. And then want to come at me for some bullshit, right? This is my podcast. I can talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. And I respect people enough to know that I can share my experiences having my experience with you without exposing you. I'm not here to expose you. That's not my purpose. My here is to talk my purpose here is to talk about my experience with that, right? So my last fucking hoe, right? Pissed me off because 
I feel like I'd be having the most basic fucking requirements. This is another thing that's upset me. I don't need nothing from these niggas but motherfucking dick. Like, come on. Like, I literally, and I say that, like, when you when you approach me or if I approach you, that's another thing. I can stop approaching these fucking niggas. I done. Sh- it's not I done shooting my shot. But yeah, I think I done shooting my fucking shot because every fucking time I shoot my shot and I put my fucking word into this shit, it does not fucking work out. And I is is actually it started to put me in a place that I did not like and I can get into that and that's why I was crying, right? Because I have the most basic requirements. I tell you that up front, I'm the most straight up fucking realist person when it comes to that shit. And I've grown to be that person. There are some people that will hear that now and be like, Yeah, what the fuck? But there's growth. People grow, you understand? And I I just gotta remember that for other people. I just want that for people to know that about me. But I really need to remember that about other people, that people really do grow. So, this fucking idiot, I met him, this also ties into surroundings, right? And like, how, who you experience is very, very heavily tied into what you do, you know, and your, your immediate interactions and immediate circles. So anyway, the point is, I when I moved to there's a new block out here, but obviously I don't I don't buy weed from there consistently. So because I like my weed guy from where I was living before, so I still get weed from him. I buy a quarter pound of weed a week, yeah, and I try to make that shit last. I think I do make it last actually. I feel really good. Not that we in lockdown. I buy this weed Sunday. I'm a jar already looking low, but I feel good about that. I still feel like. Five, four or five days is not bad at all for a quarter pound of weed. Anyway, um, so he, so he's been seeing me go to come and go on the block because I don't stick up. I don't know nobody out there. I just go for fans. I just go for papers. I will buy a little five bag of Jamaican every once in a while, but I really don't line like that, right? It's not my block. It's not my block that is lame on. So he will see me come and go from the block and the evening I was leaving, coming into my complex where I live. And he saw me, and he was like, yo, put my number on your phone. And I was like, I literally was like, yo, for what reason? We can start talking, and then in two weeks, you can be like, you can hit me some bullshit, and i just not here for wasting my time. And he was like, nah, 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 and I'm going to go like that or whatever. So, because I really be believing you niggas. You see, not every woman is fucking cold-hearted. And I don't know... And you see, I want to say I don't know why, but then niggas is blazy. See, y'all don't get bit, y'all don't get niggas a chance. Blah 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 blah. So I was like, all right, I didn't get this fucking nigga a chance. Cause again, I ain't want nothing serious. I don't mind a little fucking date. Three days a week. I literally say I want date three days a week. There are seven days in a week. There's another reason why I don't really fuck with men that got children because at the end of the day, and it's so funny, I was talking to Gio with this, but. At the end of the day, I actually want you to be the best father that you can be. And what I am requiring from you probably will not... If you can balance that, yes. Because I want to say the few is probably literally one, one, two. Two? Let's go three. <laughs> but the three baby that is that I've dealt with. Because um, again, that was a rule for me for a very long time. And that was only like recently, let's say, past 24 but the few baby daddies that I've dealt with, like, some were able to balance it and I could see the neglecting others. 
and I, I didn't like that. Like, I'm not one of those girls that wants you to be neglecting your child for me. So that's why I choose not to approach baby daddies or interact with baby daddies because what I require from you is still a level of priority. And you have your own priorities, especially if you have more than one child. So that's why I tend not to step into that. But I literally be asking for three fucking days a week, dog. You got four other fucking days to do whatever the fuck you want to do. And if you tell me, okay, cool, you can rock with that, I can rock with that. But again, I need these three fucking days. I, I tell you these three fucking days for a reason. I know what it is I want, so I'm telling you this is what I require from you. If when, you, when I tell you that, you tell me, okay, then I'm expecting nothing less but you to deliver on these three fucking days. You understand? Whatever days it might be, it ain't going to be three days about to about, but three fucking days also to be, maybe even four, depending on how I'm feeling. Right? If you tell me yes, you can do that. I'm expecting you to do that because you told me yes. Right? So this fucking idiot was like, yeah, we could do this or whatever. And so we hit up each other the first time. It was cool or whatever. We had a good experience or whatever. Didn't really do nothing because I still like to get to know these niggas on a one-off. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't gonna lie. It moved pretty quick because, again, I ain't really sticking up for nothing. I don't want in a long conversation and a... It's getting to know yes because you still want to know the person, but I ain't trying to know your life story and all that. I know where you work. I know where you do. I know your government name. Just in case anything pop off and I go fucking tell the police or some shit. I just know the basics and that's cool. You know what I mean? That's how you rock. Because you ain't really getting no name with me that can't wait either, right? Like, and, you know what I mean? Like, ain't getting nothing super tight. It's just something light. It's something light. So this fucking idiot, we start off late. The next time, we get pretty good. And then, like, I just find, like, the shiftiness start. And then, like, I would message, and he would be like, yeah, I come in. And then this nigga would just not turn up. And I would message, this nigga would just ignore my fucking message for, like, days. And I was like, all right, cool. So I used to, I am still quick in blocking you motherfucking niggas. I am quick as fuck to block and delete you niggas. So I tell myself, Christian, you gotta relax with that. Solely because I feel like I want to be more mature in it. I don't, I can't communicate. You know, I'm a grown woman now. I could communicate. I could easily say, you know what? This is not working for me. Which is another thing that pisses me the fuck off. Because that happened with another motherfucking hoe. You niggas need to release bitches, dog. For real. Like, if you were, if a woman is clearly telling you, you know what? What you're doing is not, like, <clears throat> it's not sufficing. And it's not to a point where, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> It's probably telling me slow down, it's speaking too fast. But if a woman comes to you, dog, and tell you, like, what is happening between y'all is no longer serving her, just release her, dog. You niggas be selfish as fuck. Like, you niggas be out here fucking other bitches and still won't hold on to this one bitch that has no problem letting you go, chief. Like, I'm telling you, if what you're doing is no longer serving me, just please let me go. And I find that very selfish for men that do not want to let go of women. Because, again, I've experienced that where I was like, yo, I realize what I'd be asking for you can't deliver on. You don't have the space in your life for me right now. Please let me just chill out and move on to another person that has the space for that or has the time for that. And they refuse. Like, they're still trying to push a narrative that they could when I've given you chance and chance and time and time again to do it. And you can't. Again, I don't block you niggas just off on one chance. I really, again, I believe in you niggas. I love you niggas. I really be giving you niggas chances. But you niggas just be fucking up every single time. And that's why I have to block you fucking niggas. So I blocked him. That nigga was blocked. We move on. And again, I think niggas like to say, oh, y'all just choose the worst. But like, sometimes you niggas keep that shit hiding as fuck. Like, 
y'all got that shit good as fuck. And we only be finding out half it done. We think we chose a bad nigga. And then y'all just show your f- true fucking colors there down the line. Y'all niggas know what the fuck you be doing. That's why the last episode I came on here. And I said that you niggas is some of the smartest yet dumbest niggas I've fucking met. Because these niggas know what the fuck they're doing. I'm telling you. So this nigga know that he can put on a certain facade for only like two, three weeks so that y'all can rock. And then he can drop the real on you. And like, that's just what been pissing me off, dog. The fact that that shit been getting me, dog. Because like, I don't be out here requiring a lot. I don't be out here asking for a lot. And that's another um quote that I saw that really stuck with me that said, you know, just because you don't require a lot or that you ask for little doesn't mean that you deserve less. Right, so I have to kind of reevaluate the stance that I had in terms of not wanting a relationship, and then you know y'all probably <clears throat> laughing at me. Know be like, yeah, bitch, the nights cold, and yes, they are. Okay, the nights are fucking cold, and the hoe is just not doing it for me no more because y'all just can't hold up to the basic fucking standard. And like, I know, and the thing is, right, I really had to step into this and love myself for this. But like, I was outside from young. I I've been fucking since sixteen, right? So like. That's another, okay, I can get into that about having kids. But anyway, in terms of having kids, like, in terms of that awkward having to introduce your kids to that state. Anyway, and things that we should talk about. But the point is, I was outside from young. So, I been, I know you niggas back a hand. <clears throat> I'm telling you, I know you fucking niggas. So, when I talk about who you deal with is very heavily within your circle, when I realize that, like, I, I like dealing with gangsters and I like dealing with men that smoke and I like dealing with a certain lifestyle, when I realize, like, that wasn't probably working for me. I tried to step out of that. So I tried to deal with the corporate guy. I tried to deal with the older guy. Remember I told y'all, I don't know if I came right here at a point in time and told you guys I was getting into older niggas because I was like, yo, these young niggas really ain't doing it for me. A, old, young, rich, poor, gangster, bougie, white, black, Hispanic, tall, short, big dick, long dick, long hair, curly hair, short hair, black hair, white hair, nose hair, whatever, you niggas, some of you niggas is the fucking same. All you niggas at the end of the day is still niggas, no matter what fucking diaspora you bitches come from, come you bitches, but yo, y'all niggas upsetting me soon because... Yeah, we talked about that last episode, Random News Thursday. Let me get you a lot without going off, though. But nah, that's what was pissing me off. You know what's another thing that upset me? Like, so I wasn't even fucking down with this nigga. So aside from the fact that he was just ignoring my fucking messages when we was supposed to have a fucking appointment, this nigga ignored me for like a week straight, right? So then it was like, all right, I ain't gonna block this nigga because like I said, the last nigga I blocked, I tried to communicate that shit, that work out. This fucking nigga, this Russo, yes? Yo, you know, y'all know this nigga had the audacity, after ignoring me for like five days and missing like three fucking appointments <laughs> that nigga's dying <laughs> that fucking mister is dying Mm-mm. Jesus Christ anyway so after ignoring me for like a week and ignoring my messages and shit y'all know this nigga had the fucking I really want this rooster to shut the fuck up. Anyway, this nigga had the fucking audacity to ask me for money. Like, this nigga had the fucking audacity to message my fucking phone. I was like, yo, I need a favor. I I was like, this nigga fucking serious? Let me hear what the fuck this is. And this nigga asked me for money. This nigga looked me dead in my WhatsApp and asked me for money. 
money, dineros, cash, coins. I was like, this nigga fucking serious? This nigga serious? Hey, and you know what the hey, you know the shit after that? I still ain't blocked this nigga. You know I still ain't blocked this nigga. You know I just said nah, cause the thing, and I wanted to get into this. I have no problem giving niggas money, right? Because Jesus Christ. Anyway, because I totally understand hardships. I totally understand it. I'm not saying this to say that a nigga can't ask a woman for money. Do not get me wrong. Do not get me fucking wrong. I do, like, if I'm rocking with you, and the thing is I brought this up to my brothers, right? Because I was, like, I was asking their opinion on it. Because I didn't want to feel like I was being, like, this stone cold Jesus. Anyway, I didn't want to feel like I was being this stone cold hearted ass. Yeah, it's, like, 12 o'clock in the morning anyway, so you're not surprised. But, um... I didn't want to just seem like I was being this cold ass bitch for no reason because I'm I'm here again. I love niggas. I have understanding for niggas and I have an understanding that this system is designed to make sure that niggas fail. I'm telling you. But when it comes to certain shit and he's of a certain age, this ain't no young nigga neither that talking to me neither, you know. This nigga's like straight up fucking past his 30s, like into his 30s. So I just felt like it was weird for you to be approaching me on that shit because you should have certain things solidified for yourself by a certain point in time. Like, you asked me for money for some shit, though, that was like, that's wild as shit. So again, I have nothing against giving niggas money. If me and a nigga rock in a certain way, and, and I've done, the thing is, right, that's why I could speak to this because I've done this before. I've fucking done this before. I was in a relationship where my nigga had the hardship and I used to be giving that nigga money weekly. And this is not to speak on this nigga to say that he wasn't capable of doing his shit because, again, this was the la- one of the last relationships I was in and this was one of the best relationships I was in. He had me, like, we had each other. It was just at a point in time where, you know, because there was a point in time I was down too and he was putting the money in my, mo- my fucking pocket every motherfucking week. So, again, when I speak to this shit, it's not because I'm not done this shit and it's not because I'm hating on niggas and I'm saying that niggas can't be down because I've helped a motherfucking nigga when he was dumb so i know what that shit is like but i'm just saying like dog i was like what you ain't even living up to the motherfucking three-day standard that we had and you out here asking me for money nigga get the fuck out here so even though that like i was saying i still didn't block this nigga because i was saying you know what give niggas a chance or whatever a week fucking later this nigga messages me yo i let me tell y'all wait this nigga really got a hold on me because yo I can tell y'all the God on the shoe. This nigga eat me like I've never, ever, ever in my life been eating before. I swear to God. And like I can tell y'all, I was outside from motherfucking young. So when I experienced this motherfucking shit, I was like, yo, hey, yo. And that's what be pissing me off. Some of you niggas that on the worst freaking timing, by this got the best fucking moves. I don't, y'all niggas, though, for real. <clears throat> I don't, y'all niggas, for real. I tired. So, the point is, I still didn't block this nigga after he asked me for money. So, when the week after he messaged me, I was like, yo, I trying to fuck. So, I was like, I trying to fuck too. Fuck, you been fucking up. But you're lucky that you, this one first impression that you had was a good, this was a great motherfucking first impression. The fucking 11 out of 10 first impression. So, you get a couple passes. So, this motherfucking nigga. And, yo, there's another reason why I came on here to fucking rant. Because this was... Tuesday, chief, Tuesday. I told this nigga come through Tuesday. I had a dick appointment Tuesday. I had dick in weeks. Like, I trying to fucking get it. You know what I mean? And, oh, God, I know you're dead, but just saying, you know, like, women trying to fuck. Like, I know it's be surprising to some men that women trying to fuck, but we be trying to fuck. So, I was like, yo, this nigga can come to fuck through. Pop, pop. This shit can be great. Yo, I bought, I left work early. I hustled to the supermarket. I had to get some nair because your girl was bushy. She wasn't getting no dick. So, your girl let the hair grow, right? You know what I mean? I still a woman. 
bingo them a little bit. I just like when my hair grow a little bit, but like for hygiene purposes too, I just gotta cut it still. Anyway, the point is, so I might get some near, yo, I near down like I never near down before. My shit is butter. My shit is fucking butter. My skin was so smooth. I want to get into waxing, yes, because I know nearing is not the best thing for you, but that motherfucking shit is expensive. I'm six feet. I be hearing women talk about just getting their like coochie wax and how much that costs, and I really be into like getting full body waxes, and I'm telling you that shit will probably cost me over $250, so I'm gonna take my time with this little motherfucking near, yeah? Anyway, so I near the fucked, hey, hey, I near the fuck down. I sheer butter my skin. I put on some perfume, bitch. I was ready upon this little cute outfit. I said, ooh, yeah. Shit, about to go down. Y'all know this motherfucking jackass. Did not turn up. Did not message me. Ignore my messages. And I was like, you see this? Is this? I am done with this shit. I am so fucking done with this shit so i definitely blocked him definitely definitely blocked after that day after that day there ain't no more chances chief i don't give a fuck what happened that day you could get pick 